Welcome back to The Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast. Today, we're going to take a look at cannabis investors saying to stop chasing and start attracting the right VC. And to help us dive into this article is Katrina Gogowski, angel investor and attorney. Katrina, thanks for being back on the podcast. Thanks, Josh. So this article from Benzinga is kind of recapping their virtual cannabis capital conference in Detroit and just asking, what does it take to get the right venture capitalists? So what does it take? What is the secret sauce? First of all, as an entrepreneur in any space, but certainly in cannabis, you have to understand what a, what a VC is and what they're going to do to your company. Uh, so VC, venture capitalist, uh, sometimes it's individuals, sometimes it's uh, a, a business entity, sometimes it's a group. And when you invite VCs into your world, your world changes drastically. Primarily, you are giving up control of the future decisions of your company. And sometimes that can be good. You and I talk often, Josh, about the fact that you can know cannabis inside and out, but if you can't do a balance sheet, some, sometimes a VC can help you with that business expertise that you may be lacking. But sometimes, uh, in, especially in some of the investments that I did early on, Josh, uh, you get in bed with a VC and it can cause problems down the road. Uh, and specifically, uh, I had an investment that had a big group out of California invest in the company very early, which resulted in their cap table uh, exploding to 200 people because those individuals that participated uh, were all listed as as investors in the company, which was great until we needed a, a cannabis license in California. And then we needed 200 sets of fingerprints, 200 sets of background checks, 200 sets of financial disclosures. So uh, right from the outset, uh, having, a, having a VC be involved in your company has pluses and minuses. And that's before you even get in the bed and get in bed with the right one or the wrong one. You have to make sure that you are ready for a VC to enter your life, Josh. Right. So some companies are looking for capital, but they don't really understand the relationship. Um, very similar to you know any relationship that you have, it needs to be the right fit. So whether that's um, a significant other, a spouse, or a boss, or whatever. Um, definitely want to find the right person. And so you've been a part of a cannabis investment group. Um, I've hosted uh, pitch fests and pitch events. Um, and in fact, there's one coming up here very soon. So just as an example, if you haven't seen these pitch fests, it's a great way to kind of get some of the, um, the jitters out. If you're not great at public speaking, this pandemic is perfect because you're in your living room and you can do it from Zoom. So I would definitely recommend something like this to get your pitch down, get in front of as many investors and then find the right person. Because this is speed dating, really. You're trying to find the, the right person and getting money isn't the end goal. It's getting the, the right money from the right person. Yeah, you really should be treating it as a marriage. Uh, forming a business with 
other people ties you to those people, be it an individual, be it an entity, a VC, it, it doesn't matter. It ties you to those people for an extended period of time. And if you are dealing with individuals that don't know the difference between THC and CBD, that probably isn't the right person to invest in your cannabis startup. Uh, also, the personalities. Uh, why is this person investing? Do they want a return of, of 100x within three months? Or is this person long term? Is this a hobbyist? You really want to know what you're getting with the money. Uh, what strings are attached to that money, Josh? Or limitations. If you're an out-of-state investor and you can only get 10%, you need to know that up front before dumping a bunch of money in. Some of these folks think that vertical integration doesn't work. So if you're a producer and a processor and a retailer, obviously I wouldn't want to be a producer in somewhere like Florida or Arizona. I think that would be a nightmare. I'd rather be a retailer. So those are some options. Understanding that it's very, very difficult to raise capital right now. Uh, and so feeling kind of that desperation is not great, um, but knowing what your options are. And so again, trying to get the speed dating down and finding out as many opportunities, as many pitch fests, um, so that you can date as many venture capitalists as you can to find that right one. Because it really only takes one, Josh. The right investor with the right money can revolutionize your, your startup. Absolutely. And you don't want to take it from the wrong person. You know, you've seen the Steve Jobs examples of getting kicked out of your own company. You want to make sure that everyone's on the same page. They see your vision. They understand how you want to scale, expand, and exit. Having an, a similar exit strategy, you don't want to be left in the dust. If someone wants to sell the company and you don't, uh, but you also don't want to have a legacy where you're the Larry's Handy Mart and a sea of 7-Elevens. So. <laughs> Very true, Josh. Also, when VCs get involved, the paperwork start, starts to get much more complicated. Uh, you may be used to uh, your friends and family uh, in, investing and, uh, for example, not having shareholder meetings or not documenting uh, who does what, when, and where. And so absolutely, when you start taking VC money, you have got to start following the trail much, much more strictly. Yeah. And, you know, have a bunch of questions and know what, what you want out of the deal. Um, I wouldn't cut corners. I wouldn't be desperate. Um, I would try to find the right partner to be with. And that means also finding somebody that has something else to offer other than just money. So if you're in beverage and you need a distributor, find some strategic partner that's willing to invest in your company that has that subject matter expertise um, somebody who just has money is probably not worth your time, in my opinion. I, I agree. Again, treat it like a marriage. Uh, you, the two of you, uh, or a representative from the VC at least, we're going to be spending a lot of time together. And if your goals are not aligned, it's going to get messy quick. Yes. And that's definitely something that we've pointed out for a long time is that there's going to be lawsuits from this very topic. When you take money, you're essentially selling your company, even if it's 1%, $1. And you want to avoid unnecessary lawsuits down the road. And we've seen a lot of companies, very successful ones from medical days, transition to rec and then fall apart because they didn't know how to expand 
or they did expand, but they didn't communicate it properly and it fell apart. I've seen that in restaurants and marriages and everything where, you know, family businesses don't work out because of lack of communication. So have your plan, have a good team set in place and, and know how to uh, roll everything out. Otherwise it's just going to fall apart and it's, there's too much involved, too much work, too many things, and you don't want to end it with a lawsuit. No, you don't, Josh. And we're seeing more and more of it happen on, on the entrepreneur side and on the investor side where something went horribly wrong. And you, you, want to, you don't want to do litigation related to cannabis. You, you just really don't. It gets very messy for a variety of reasons. But my suggestion is if you are a entrepreneur and you are interested in raising money, whether it's the first time you've raised money or your hundredth time raising money, attend some of these conferences. Uh, Josh, you pointed one out, but uh, attend the conferences and learn who the players are. Uh, there's not too many VCs that play in cannabis and they have very clear rules, regulations, and goals uh, that they need to share with the world because they have to report to their investors, right? And uh, start, start attending these things. You don't have to put your toe in the water, just learn and and do your research on who you think would be a good fit. If you are going to make a craft product that will always be small batch, high quality, high price, then you don't want to be getting into uh, an arrangement with a venture capitalist that believes in, in MSOs. Uh, it just, it just won't work. Um, and it, there's a multitude of other examples along those lines, but do your research and then target the VC that meets your goals or at least aligns with your goals before you even start pitching. Because Josh, uh, as, as I know and you know as well, but uh, even pitching to some of these companies costs money. And if you're pitching to a company that uh, won't touch cannabis, you're wasting your money. Yes, with the exception of just getting some nerves out. So in the beginning, it's not really a waste of anything because you're probably going to suck. <laughs> and so understanding that it's going to be terrible, uh, just get the nerves out, get everything dialed in, uh, and then try to perfect it from there. That is definitely public speaking 101, uh, certainly. Uh, and there are many, many free events. Uh, and uh, if you hit me up in LinkedIn or something, I can give you many free events uh, to, to practice. Uh, of course, you, you get what you pay for there, but at the same time, uh, it, it's always worth, worth perfecting your elevator pitch uh, uh, before, you, before you start spending money. That's right. Yeah, you gave me an opportunity, I think, three years ago to speak at the Intercontinental Cannabis Business Conference about Puerto Rico. And um, it didn't start very well, but I tried to compose myself and, and not be nervous. But yeah, it's funny looking back. Um, I could probably do that now in my sleep. <laughs> oh, you did just fine, Josh. 
yeah, I don't think anybody else really knew how nervous I was, but regardless, get yourself out there. Don't be afraid to fail. Find that investor, get your money and let us know how it's going on the talking hedge. With that, I want to thank my guest, Katrina Golgowski, angel investor and attorney. Katrina, thanks for being back on the podcast. Thanks, Josh. With that, we're going to roll this one up. I'm Josh Kincaid. This is The Talking Hedge. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, or don't, and I'm out. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, it's Justin Benton, host of the Miracle Plant Podcast, where we discuss this miracle plant that goes by so many names and how it's helping people in so many extraordinary ways. So if you love this plant and you want to hear a story that tugs on those heartstrings and learn more about this plant, then head on over to the Miracle Plant Podcast. You'll be glad you did.